Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Putting honey on a half an onion when you've got a cold. Have you heard about that? No. No. That's what my dad used to do. Made me feel physically sick. <laughs> so would he eat the onion with the yeah. honey on it? Yeah. He's absolutely swore by it. Well, we used to just have hot whiskey, which is much sounds much better than uh, onion with uh, honey. Maybe yeah, maybe not when you're nine. But... <laughs> <laughs> Knocks you out. <laughs> Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear well three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women, the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Well, Jen, you have now finished your tour. Yay! Yay! Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> We're more excited than Jen right at this moment because she's still exhausted. I'm and still can't so really tired. It's over. <laughs> yeah. I am still so tired. I actually feel like I someone has drugged me. My body's just now shut down. But uh yeah, I'm glad it's over. I'm so tired. God. That's what happened. So we said this. As soon as you were done, your body would just go. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely has. It's just gone. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like walking through like mud or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, mm. I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yes, I've had I've got two days off before Yay! I have to go back to do some work. So that's nice, isn't it? A whole two days together next to each other. Wow. I haven't had two days off together since August. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, this is a holiday. Actually, that's not true because I went to Cork, didn't I? So I had a I had a break there. Yes, you did. But but yeah, um, but it that's was... not true. So I just told a lie there. But no. like you know, it has been quite like very intense. So I'd have like eight weeks of just full on work. Then I had that yeah. break in Ireland, which was so lush. And then really, really, this bit of the tour has been very intense because all the shows have been five shows together, four shows together, five shows together, with one day off in between. And uh, that was the one. And I think because it was right at the end of a 115-day tour, I was like, holy moly. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody pass me the zimmer frame to make <laughs> it to the end of the line. But the, we, we, me and uh, Alison supported Jen in the last two shows. Very nice shows. Manchester Royal Exchange, which was lovely. Doing comedy in the round, which none of us had done before. That and was on you. How did you find that? Yeah, I was like, how am I going to do it? And then it it, it 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 does work. You think it shouldn't work, but it, it does work. A very nice audience. That always helped. Yeah. Very nice um, staff as well. That's always a big plus. And then we were at the Nottingham Playhouse. Again, very nice, very lovely audience. Very nice Priscilla March Theatre, traditional theatre. And then we had, we went to the bar and we had a few cocktails and waited for an Indian curry. Tense moment because we thought the curry wasn't going to turn up and I need to eat. <laughs> I'm not very I'm like the honey monster aren't I if I haven't eaten I'm like Arr! yeah and then we had a very nice curry very nice guy that was there Omar the barman head barman absolutely wonderful at the crowd lovely Plaza. guy yeah shout out to lovely Omar if you're in Nottingham go to the 
Crown Plaza. Well, Crown Plaza. Plaza. Just go top to the bar. Top barman. It? Top barman. And we went for a swim the next morning, didn't we? Which was nice. We had the pool to ourselves for about oh, half an hour. So lovely. That yeah. was so lovely. That was really nice, wasn't it? I think doing the show in the round was really fun. Like you said, though, Maureen, because it was a lovely audience. I was thinking about this the other night. I was like, if it was an audience, did did not care for you. <laughs> Theater in the round is like many nightmares I've had in my life where you just <laughs> feel everyone, everyone, everyone's looking at you. Ah, don't like you. I was like, eh. it was just <laughs> such a fun show to do. And it was really fun to have both of you there as well. And the last two shows. And also, although I was really tired, those last shows were so fun because, well, they were the last two shows, but also because the audiences were so fantastic, you know, like, and I have to say that about all of my shows. Absolutely. I was going to say that, Jen. I was going to say nice every audiences. single audience of yours, They're everyone insane. who came, you were a joy. You were a joy and electric and so fun. I feel exactly. so lucky that we got to experience that. I don't know about you, Maureen, but. Oh, I just said after Manchester, because you'd gone home, obviously. I wanted some food. Jen had some really nice friends waiting for the, her. And I was like, right, the lights are green now. Let's go. Like, I was like. And needs food. We went to McDonald's. It was the only place that was open. And I said to Jen, don't look, because I'm meant to be eating healthily. <laughs> so I said, don't look at what I'm eating, what I'm choosing. So I chose my stuff. And then Jen pointed out something. Well, I, w I wasn't allowed to look at what Maureen was ordering. And then she went, I don't want you, you know, I don't want you sort of judging me. And I went, okay, okay. I went, look. And then as we left, she just like hef hefted two humongous bags. <laughs> <laughs> Of which I took one fillet of fish out of it. And I went, I think, I think the cat's out of the bag, Maureen. But... Guess what? It's not a bag full of McDonald's fruit. There's no yeah. fruit. Oh. Yeah, it was fruit and salad. It was all fruit and salad. Um, and I've also got news. I'm in the final of Britain's Comedian of the Year. Yay! Which is on what date and where, in case it we will, want to go and support you. It will, be, it will have happened by the time this comes out. Never mind, everyone. Thank you if you did go, if you found out the information. That's great. <laughs> and can I just say, uh, if I win, I will never stop talking about it. If I don't win, it will never get mentioned ever again. Fair enough. <laughs> so you will know how it went by future <laughs> podcast conversations. <laughs> Maureen, weren't you in the... Let's talk about something else. <laughs> As I said, Maureen, the fact that you're in the final... What is a bloody... I know, it's only oh, eight God. of us. Very high pitch there, didn't I? It was like I was just sort bloody. of... Like in, inhaled a, a helium balloon. balloon. Um, what I meant to say was, it's a real achievement to get to the final. How many comedians went... Um, Hundreds. Thousands, wasn't it? Thousands. I think it was over applied. a thousand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was over a thousand people went for this and it's whittled down to, is it eight? Eight. Okay, I think that's huge. Mm. I think that's a huge achievement and you should be really proud of that. And I suspect there's probably, out of those eight, only two women, at the of moment. which you are one at most. So, again, well done. It's brilliant. Um, and I think you should win. And I, and I don't mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. I would just go, yeah. well, good luck. Um, <laughs> How I, did you get I, in? It's oh, <laughs> a, a shocker. No, I probably just wouldn't say anything. Um, but I think you should win more. And so win or win or not win, it doesn't matter. It's a real well done for getting to the final, right? Yeah, brilliant, no, I'm really yeah. fantastic. So you should, good. You should form an alliance now, Maureen. So this is uh, there used to be this one big contest in Canada that comedians would do once a year, and uh, there was these two guys, two very good friends of mine, Paul Meyerhog. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and R.I.P. Matt Billen, and they uh, they both were in the contest, and so they both said to each other, "Look." If either one of us wins, do we split the money? And they absolutely did that. And I was like, that increases your odds, right? Because look, okay, yeah, yeah, you win whatever. But so make an alliance, Maureen. Well, Maureen's not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She'd rather lose than split the money. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't splitting that money with no. anybody. If I'm in any future contests, I'm looking for alliances out there, comedians. So, well, remember that. <laughs> but I'm never doing a contest don't, again. You're brave. Don't You're brave. <laughs> yeah. And if you do, don't choose Maureen. Sometimes I have to lean into her when she's going to the bar, just in case you're thinking about. <laughs> I bought you a fillet of fish. What more do you want? She <laughs> did, actually. Maureen did buy me. And to be fair to Maureen, she went, Do you want a meal? Yes. And I said, I said no, I just don't. The I just the fish. <laughs> just the fish, please. I really don't like the way you said that, Alison. That upset me. 
as you leant into the microphone and went just and whispered thing. just the <laughs> and I say that as a lesbian um well Maureen well done for getting into the final Alison talk to, talk to us about your week we all know what happened to my week I finished the tour the end what's going on with you I'm beginning a tour there I'm plugging it every show now I'm just going to slide that in every single yes. time yeah 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 so. You are beginning a tour, and the first date, I believe, is already sold out, or one of the dates is sold out. First date, Newcastle. Newcastle. Bless your heart, Newcastle. They bought so many tickets so quickly. Glasgow, another one, bought so many tickets so quickly. Manchester's picking up. My Birmingham fans, if I have any out there, I could really use you, and I'd love to see you. So. You're performing in at my gig in January, aren't you? Yeah, just yep, before. Birmingham. Birmingham. On January the 10th. Get- Kitchen Get yourself garden. a ticket to Come see. And see me. January, February is mainly where the beginning dates are now. So, yeah, please go to w- yeah, alisonjunesmith.com and come see me, please, please. Yes, absolutely. Go and see Alison on tour. You will not be disappointed, particularly if you already saw her giving, um, I don't know what I was going to say, giving me a... <laughs> Giving me a support, fish. giving me a, giving me some fish. Um, <laughs> oh, we've done it again. Absolutely too early in the morning for this, isn't it? Surely. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Alison, I'm really excited about your tour, and I know it, I know it's going to go brilliantly. And I actually am finding, particularly I found with my tour, a lot of people buying tickets. We think I, there was a couple of dates where I went, well, that's not going to sell, and then boom, I, I, genuinely like a week before, boom. So uh, don't fret. Uh, anyway. You can go to www.alisonjunesmith.com to go and buy any of her tickets to her tour. Uh, Maureen Younger will find out about your exciting um, news very soon, whether or not Maureen wins British Comedian of the Year, which we all believe that she should. And finally, I am not going to talk about this tour ever again. (laughs) You must all be so relieved. And uh, thank you to all of the WTV listeners that came to the show. I love you all. You made yourselves heard in the audience. And... um, I just want to say thank you. It means a lot. And if you haven't seen the tour, you can buy it by the is it streaming or you can buy it. Oh, do you know what, Maureen? I completely <laughs> thank you forgot. For doing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Maureen Younger, thank you so much. Yes. Oh, God almighty. Absolutely crap at this, aren't I? Why special? <laughs> if you didn't get a chance to see the show, and it doesn't matter where you live, finally I've distributed a special that isn't just in the UK. Um, so this special... Um, is uh, available through 800 pound gorilla but if you go to my website jenbrister.co.uk you can order it there and it will direct you straight through to 800 pound gorilla where you can order it and it's basically pay what you want so if you can only afford a pound only pay a pound and guess what with that for free you will receive an audio version of my previous show underprivileged so that's two oh. for one and it's pay whatever you want kids i'm not asking you to pay what you can't afford so uh yes thank you very much Maureen younger for reminding me to do that wow let's never speak of comedy again <laughs> okay that was a lot we're sorry everyone. that was a lot of comedy that thank was too you. much alex is like mate we talked about this no one gives a fuck about comedy <laughs> we always talk about it as if people's care factor is low stop talking about it this is the final time And uh, thank you for indulging us. But now it is time to turn back to the younger woman in the corner of my screen. And her name is Maureen. And it is time to hear what a money moment is. I messaged Jen. I have just put olive oil in my eyes. (laughs) And I was like, sitting there going, why is it so blurred? I I mean, you can't make this shit up, can you? (laughs) It was fine in the end. But I wouldn't recommend it. No. You wouldn't recommend it, Maureen. (laughs) Well, this is a Be More Morning moment where Jen features. Oh. Yes. Uh, we were, me and Jen were in the jacuzzi and Jen just... Oh, hello. Uh, Jen... <laughs> Fish. And Jen, <laughs> Jen just started laughing hysterically. And sometimes she laughs at me because I don't, like, I don't behave like other people do. Like, the night before, <laughs> I'd had an ice cream cocktail, a nice creamy cocktail. I used my finger to wipe all the cream up and lick it. Type of thing, but anyway, mm-hmm. I'm I think I'm lying back in the jacuzzi. There's nothing wrong with that. That is pretty normal behavior. What I didn't realize was I had this new swimming costume on, which I'd bought just because so, we were going swimming, and the, it was like a, a bikini kind of thing a tankini, tankini, and the top was actually around my neck. So I was, <laughs> I was flashing Jen and completely just unaware of it, <laughs> completely topless, um, <laughs> lounging back. Lounging back, so of course, because Maureen's lounging back, her tits just went ding, ding, 
bing, floated right to the top. <laughs> I literally could not stop laughing. I didn't even say anything. I didn't even tell you. You didn't say happened. anything. No, you just Neither, went. No, I just heard laughter from the hot tub area <laughs> at an extreme volume. Yeah. It was really funny. Jen just went, <laughs> no, well, you could do it in front of me, Maureen, but I wouldn't do it in front of anybody else. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is she on about? All I'm doing is lounging. <laughs> to be fair, look, in that moment, nobody else was in the. Yeah. Um, that that guy with the face tattoos had just walked in (laughs) and uh, so there was only yeah this was only like and he was in the steam room so there was only three of us there but i thought if he comes out and maureen's still there (laughs) hands behind the back of her head tits out completely completely oblivious i don't think he would have said a word and he would have gone right to the hot tub yeah (laughs) tankini around her neck um (laughs) That would have been the first indicator to me. I'd be like, what is this around my neck? Nope, no, I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, despite um, being semi-naked in front of uh, Jen, she managed to control herself with utmost ease. <laughs> didn't, 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 <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't you? You were no problem there, Jen. You were very um, calm and collected. Yeah, it's, a- it's absolutely incredible, isn't it? That I, I Semi-naked wasn't... woman in front of you in a hot tub and you were like, you the least bit bothered. <laughs> As we know, I indiscriminately uh, gawk at women. I don't, it doesn't really matter to me. Never once. <laughs> um, Maureen, on a positive note, what a great rack. Well done. <laughs> I was going to say, on a positive note, great tits. She great doesn't even tits. need the water to float. They're that's perky, a, everyone, just so you know. Really yeah. perky boobs for a woman of your boobs. age. Well true. done. Really well done. That's for, great. For 38. You should be proud of those. Yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose for 38, you sh- they should be reasonably perky. Yeah. Um, but yes, that was a classic Be More Morning moment. I completely forgotten about that. Uh, also, the other Be More Morning moment was, um, which we were going to put out on Patreon, but I've asked Alex not to put up because I was genuinely cross with Maureen. Um, <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> is that all right if I tell this one, Maureen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd said to Maureen, before I go on stage at the Nottingham Playhouse, this is the final show. I said, what I'd really love to do is to get a photograph of all of us on stage with the audience behind us. I said, but can you bring my phone on um, so we can do that? Uh, can you bring my phone on stage so we can do that? And Maureen said, yeah, yeah, I'll try and remember to do that. I said, well, tell, tell you know, tell Alison and she'll remind you. Um, and uh, and Maureen went, yeah, 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 I'll do that. So uh, Maureen walks on stage uh, at the end of the show and hands me her phone. And I was like, <laughs> that's your phone. That's not my phone. And you went, oh, I don't know where your phone is. And I went, Maureen, I only asked you to do one thing, which was to bring my phone. And then she went, well, you didn't tell me to bring it on stage. And I went, what? <laughs> and she went, I brought it backstage. And I went, I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. <laughs> I said, of course, when I said bring it on stage, I meant on stage. And she went, well, you should be more specific next time. I was like, oh, my God, I can't even talk to you. <laughs> Fortunately, Alison, your phone doesn't have like six inches of uh, Can grace I, on it. I told Alison to bring her phone. You, she did. So she didn't necessarily nail the initial instructions, but she did say to me, Bring a phone. Jen wants to take a picture so on to stage. My phone will be has like yes, yeah. So on. exactly. So when you arrived with your phone, I went. I can't use that phone. <laughs> it would have taken Blurred. six minutes to to clean it. Anyway, we recorded a Patreon afterwards, which I've asked Alex not to post because I was so annoyed with Warren. I couldn't even like, I couldn't even be jokey on it. I was just a bit of a bitch. So I said, don't put that up because no one needs to see me being absolute twat to Maureen. Um, So we're not putting that up, but I am going to be really candid and say that did happen. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Maureen doesn't have to get it in the neck. Genuinely, I believe she did try. But when we came out, she had left it on a table backstage. Yeah. But you had brought. I had brought it up. Yeah. We brought yeah, I mean, two you've done, yes, I mean, you've done 50% of it, so I shouldn't, I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't get so cross with you. Anyway, thank you very much, Maureen Younger, for your Be More Maureen moment. Let's go to Alison June-Smith because she has some questions someone needs an answer to, so it's time to ask Alison. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. Take my advice. I ain't using it. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, again, thank you, everyone who is writing in. Uh, Surprise, surprise. I am not a professional therapist or trained in any way, shape, or form, but I am a gal who wants to share some advice. I do some research, and I just want to make everyone's life a little bit easier. 
so I can avoid my own. So here we go. Uh, I loved this one, and I think it's very appropriate. Uh, Jen, I think you'll jump right in. I think this will be very exciting. So, And also, this is from a grass puddle, a listener from another thing that I did. Remember when I did that radio show in L.A. Yeah, yeah. for a period of time? Yeah. This was one of our regular listeners, and he has now followed to WTB. He, you know, watches Haley Ellis. He has been such a, a great support. So shout out to you, grass puddle. I'm answering your question right away. Uh, so good to hear from you. So here we go. How do you handle traveling for work with your significant other? Do you discuss your plans or do you just appear and disappear without really discussing it? Do you bring back presents or trinkets from places you went to? Uh, maybe show up for a meal with just a nod and continue as if you had never really left. <laughs> also, he said he recently had his bag delayed, so he had to go shop at Shoppers Drug Mart in Canada so he knows that it's a savior. Well done, Grass Puddle. Good for you. I thought this was a great question. If you're traveling a lot for work and you have a partner, how do you make this work? How, how do you get into this? Now, I've been very fortunate. I have a partner who from the beginning knew that that's what it was. When Danny and I first met, we went on one date and then I went to Canada for a month and a half. <laughs> and he called. Yeah, I was like, hi, nice to meet you. I got to go. Uh, but he called me every day for a month and a half. And oh. that's how I knew he was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been very fortunate, but perhaps you have a partner who doesn't fully understand this process. Some things that I think you can do, okay? First off, let them remind them constantly that you are away for work. This is not a holiday. Sometimes I think people think that when we're away, it's like a huge party and we're having this great time. It's not. We are scrounging for McDonald's sometimes late at night. We are trying to survive. It is work. So always let your partner know, like, you know, I, this is work. Like, I, you know, I think... The biggest thing, the biggest thing is make communication a priority, okay? So, and by saying that, I also say plan every time you're going to communicate next and follow through on those plans, okay? So if you're like, I will call you tomorrow at this time, do that. Follow through so they know that they are always an important aspect of your life and that you are making the effort to stand by the things that you said you would do. Technology is so amazing now. You can see each other. You can always show them where you're staying, who you're working with. You know, it's important to make them feel like they are still a part of your life and that you are a part of their life. So you always want to know what's going on. Be an active listener when you're communicating. Yes, tell them about what's going on with you, but ask lots of questions about them. What's going on? You want to know what is happening in their lives while you're not there. Um, Learn to deal with jealousy. In other words, you really got to work on developing that trust between the two of you, which is where I think the constant communication, no secrets, that's really, really going to help. Um, you got to take care of yourself. Although you're away, look, by having your own experiences and, and doing these things while you're away from your partner, you also have a lot to share with them. You have a lot of life experiences. You have So it is important, too, to foster yourself and do things for yourself while you're on the road. Don't, don't be feeling guilty and don't punish yourself the whole time you're away because you're just going to make yourself more tired, burnt out. And then by the time you get back, you're not that happy, fulfilled person. All right. So it's important for you and same for your partner, partner you got to be doing things. I don't know if that means getting involved with a class, joining a book club, a.k.a. the WTB one with Maureen. Excellent. Things that will fill you so you're not just waiting around to get back to your partner because, yes, you miss them, but you still have to have a full life. And a lot of couples out there, I think, would love that opportunity because, let's be honest, a little bit of absence does make the heart grow fonder. But be sure you're filling yourself and your partner is doing their own thing. Know the end date. When are you coming back? Count down. Celebrate that. Nine more days. Eight more days. So you're always looking forward to that next point. I loved this. Before you go, why don't you leave a few little love notes hidden around the house? <laughs> right? Should go you to do the sock drawer? Yeah, they go to the sock drawer. They pull it out. I miss you. I'm thinking about you. Like, that's cute, I thought. It is cute. That right? is cute. I think if I did that, Chloe would think I was having a breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you being so nice to me? But some I, I some just... creep left something in the... 
That, that was me. I'm your creep. Uh, I thought that was a cute idea. Send them postcards from where you're at, little trinkets, so they just know that you're always thinking about them, those little unexpected things. Hey, send them flowers one day unexpectedly, just so they know that they are always still constantly on your mind. This is it. These are the main things that I think will, will help you through these things. Communication, constant checking in, always sending little gifts, little reminders, just so they know that they are a part of your life even when you're not there. Jen, as a person who's just been on tour for forever, and he, oh, oh, I remember now. I remember the big thing that I thought was oh. so good. I thought it was so good. Even though you're away, you could still do something together. So maybe you both take the same book and you read the same book while you're away. So then when you talk, you have that book to talk about. Maybe it's a TV series that you're going to watch while you're away. So then when you connect again, you can be like, hey, so what's going on? So you still have that linking thing. That was one thing that I thought was a really good piece of advice, and that might help a lot of people. Sorry I jumped in. Jen, is there anything else that that you can think of that, you know, you guys have done while you've been away so much? Well, we're constantly having phone sex, as you can imagine. (laughs) Um, Fish. (laughs) go yeah <laughs> it was overkill that was four <laughs> um i i i think um chloe is really um supportive of me leaving the house <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, i think chloe likes likes a certain amount of me not being around to be I, genuinely yeah but not as much as this year I think this even she said oh this has been a bit much yeah so um yes I think everything that you've said is just trying to keep that connection because what can be tricky is when you're away a lot uh it's particularly if you're going away for quite long chunks of time when you come back there's a little bit of a disconnect and then it can take a while for you to fit in with your partner yeah if, especially if you live together, they're in a routine, they're doing things in a particular way. And then suddenly you arrive with all of your bags going, oh, hi, I'm back. And they're like, yep, yep, okay, but can you just get out of the way? Because we're just about to... So it's about trying to keep that connection while you're away so that you can sort of fall back into the rhythm of each other quite easily. Because I think when you're away, particularly when you're away going to Canada for six weeks or whatever, and then you're coming back and you're seeing Danny, you know, if you haven't, been like if you're not regularly in contact with you when you come back it's going to feel a little bit yeah so yeah I I just think trying to find ways to keep that connection with each other whatever that might be and you've made some brilliant suggestions of how to do that um I think it's important and also you know as much as it's important for you as the person to stay in contact with your partner it's it is really nice for your partner to say hey how are you I'm just checking in how's the how's work going I I imagine because Look, people are always like, oh, it must be so nice to be in a hotel. <laughs> okay, look, just to be really clear, it's fine. I, I, it's okay, but it's not great getting kicked out at 11 o'clock in the morning and then having to wait four or five hours so you can find mm-hmm. somewhere else to stay. Uh, it's. I don't particularly mind a hotel. I, I'm not. I don't hate them, but I'm not one of these people that's like, oh my god, I cannot believe it. It's because you know when you spend so much time in hotels. After a while, you're like, yeah, I mean, sure. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't sleep well in hotels, um, which is not, not, has not been very handy. So um, don't assume that your partner is having, like you said, living this. I, I mean, sometimes I, I, I wanted to like just video what I was doing to send to Chloe and go, just to let you know, this is what's happening right now as I'm yeah. standing at Manchester Oxford Road tra- Station in the pissing rain. <laughs> Waiting for a really busy train. Yeah, waiting to not get a seat on a train to go to wherever I'm off to. So, yeah. But those are all great suggestions, Alison. And uh, I think it's just, as with all things in a relationship, it's all about communication, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And I think once you fall out of that habit of communicating what's going on and who you are and blah, 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 then you're in trouble. But but that can happen even if you're living together all the time. Let's be honest. Communication is the key no matter what. So, you know. Ex- well, exactly. So yeah. that's the thing. It's like just try, you know, and sometimes going away. That's why when people go away, sometimes the relationships can be stronger because you're forced to keep that communication yeah. going because they're not there. Yeah. And you get to miss them and all of that sort of stuff. I'm sure Chloe misses me. I mean, she's never said it out loud. But I'm sure <laughs> she she missed me occasionally. <laughs>
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. WTB listeners, just a little note to say... Uh, please do pre-order my special The Optimist which is out on the 21st of November you can pre-order it now it will also come with an audio version of my previous show Under Privilege it's through £800 Gorilla and you can get it uh, and find out all the information in the show notes or on my website or on my Instagram or on my Facebook Hi WTV listeners I don't have a special coming out and I'm not going on tour at least not for the moment due to popular demand but I do have a book and it's Christmas so come on what more could you want it's uh, called Prisons of My Life it's the main character in a lot of the short stories is somebody called M. God knows who she could be just my vivid imagination at play again and you can get it via Amazon link will be in the show notes hey UK WTB listeners uh, I am so excited as I am going on my very first UK tour take a look at my website and see when my show Little Smith Sunshine might be coming to you uh, starting in January February, um, and I'm sure I'm going to add more dates. Speaking of which, if you want me to come to you, let me know where you think I should perform next. You can get tickets at my website, www.alisonjunesmith.com, and that will be in the show notes as well. Thank you so much, and I can't wait to meet you all. Sorry, Alison, I'm distracted by the fact that Maureen appears to be drinking double cream. I'm not drinking double cream. What are you drinking? It's a cafe latte. Oh, thank God. I, oh. Sorry, <laughs> Alison, let's be honest. It wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility that Maureen is chugging on some double cream. <laughs> it is time for us to take a moment, just a little beat, to think about what we have been reviewing with our eyeballs that we would like to impart with our mouthballs and... Uh, People listening can use their earballs. <laughs> didn't we do balls last time? We and did, it didn't work. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I'm insisting. Balls last time, Alex just cringed when you said mouth balls again. Uh, it's 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 not. We didn't work last week. It's not working this week. I, I'm going to have to stop improvising. I like that you're actually. trying to sell it though. Mouth balls. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, let's go with mouth balls again. No, <laughs> sorry, let it go. I I watched The Crown because I was at Jen, so I could access Netflix. I've just started. Yeah, first four episodes. Um. I have to say, I can't remember her name. The woman who plays Diana. It's, it's like Elizabeth Debicki. She's Australian, isn't She's she? She's Australian. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, she, she's got Diana. Her mannerisms, the way she talks, even way, how she holds her foot. It's just, um, she deserves all the awards going. She is absolutely stunning yeah. as uh, Diana. And the first four episodes deal with, obviously, Diana's death. I don't think that's a spoiler. And it starts off with a crash and then I think it goes back to two months previously or something. And it just makes you realise how, like, what what life is like. Is that, you know, she's living her life. She's, you know, in her prime. 
And there's no way she would have thought this is my last two months. And what comes across, obviously you don't know how true all this is, is that she's a really loving mother. She she just, she just the kids are the most important thing. She's a really good relationship with them. She wasn't meant to be in Paris. Uh, she only happened to be in Paris because Dodie wanted to buy a ring and it wasn't in, the, in I think, where they were in the south of France. So he kind of, she wanted to get back to the kids. And he went, I'll just come to Paris for the night. And you think if you hadn't done that, how different history would have been. Um, and also you get the idea that Charles is trying to get Camilla um, established and that she, you know, he wants people to accept her, which is understandable, that she makes him happy. Um, but Diana, how Diana knows how to manipulate the press and that uh, she has, uh, Camilla has this big 50s birthday party that Charles wants to be in the news. She turns up in a swimsuit and she takes, she's all in the front page. But the price, <laughs> you know, you know, because obviously they'd rather take a photo of Diana. But, you know, she pays a heavy price for that and that everywhere she goes, she's just paparazzi everywhere. And you yeah. get the feeling she can't do anything without the paparazzi just, you know, and you think, God, thank goodness it wasn't during social media when everybody had a phone and a, and a camera. Uh, it would have been even worse. I think I think The Crown, for me, I didn't finish the series before because I, I, I felt like it... Um, Run out of steam? A little bit, yeah. And I, I, it started to, I mean... I, I'm not. I'm not suggesting any of it is is um, accurate. Because, I mean, you know, it's all sort of um, fictionalized yeah. version of of what of the the life of the of the royal family. But I felt like it was kind of based on something vaguely naturalistic, and then it sort of went a bit bananas in the last couple of series. And I just think, yeah, I just sort of lost interest. I think it it felt a bit more soapy than. Um, than drama yeah you know I, mean. I would watch it just for her performance because she is wouldn't you agree Alison she's absolutely Elizabeth, amazing as Diana phenomenal Elizabeth yeah. Debicki yeah. yeah Elizabeth Debicki I don't know how you she's Australian yes yeah. absolutely amazing yeah I mean I saw her in the series before but I haven't seen this this one um and yeah she, her, her, she's very convincing as Diana she's really got all of her mannerisms um, and her voice and uh, you know everything yeah absolutely brilliant yeah um okay so that's the crown which is uh on netflix i'm sure available absolutely everywhere if but if you haven't watched it yet i i genuinely enjoyed particularly the first two series yeah you like claire foy didn't you i loved claire foy so much that when claire foy was no longer the queen i was like i don't know if i can I sort of tapped out after series two, really. But the first two series I really loved. And also Vanessa Kirby. Is it Vanessa yeah, Kirby? Yeah, Vanessa Kirby. Princess, Princess Margaret. I thought she was outstanding as well. So good. Yeah. And um, those were my favourites. Anyway, watch it. Don't watch it. It's, it's up to you. I mean, we're just making suggestions here. Um, Maureen, thanks for that. I watched um, All the Light... We cannot see, or all the light. Oh, I've read the book. I've read the book. The book is brilliant. Yes, I've heard that the book is um, is fantastic. I uh, yes. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really wanted to like this. I really is it a really film wanted... or a TV series? It's a TV series. It's a it's a limited series. It's it's not actually that many episodes. I think it's four episodes, and uh, it is on netflix um and it's obviously yeah it's based on a a, a book um by um what's his name anthony is it door or Durer? Durer or something yeah Durer, anthony Durer. and it's um it, so in this it's a four-part series on netflix and it uh, follows the stories of a, a blind french girl um played by aria maya liberty and her father mark ruffalo and they're french uh, and living in paris uh, when the uh, Nazis invade in 1941, and um, also a German soldier named uh, Werner, who is played by a chap that I I really recognise him. In, I can't remember what else he's... I think his name is Louis Hoffman. That's his name. And he plays a young German soldier who is in Paris during the um, occupation. And uh, he's a specialist in radio he knows everything how to build radios and so he's able to intercept uh, the allies conversations on radio so he's a very important sort of uh, Nazi operative if you see what I mean but he's just a young kid he was an orphan and he was picked out by the SS to go to a special um, camp to be uh, dehumanized enough to go out and fight in a war um, anyway 
It's about a story of these two young kids during the Second World War who listen to this radio show. And even pre-war, they, listen, they, they, they all listen to this radio show on shortwave. And it's a man talking and he's trying to communicate to children and he's educating them about the universe and about the stars and about life and about love. And, and um, that person, as it turns out, is um, Aria's uh, uncle. She doesn't know this at the time, but it's her uncle, um, Etienne uh, Leblanc, who she meets later. Anyway, that's beside the point. But he... Um, talks to them about all the light that they all the light we cannot see and it's a um it's, it's something that these children listen to and it gives them a lot of comfort and Werner has listened to it when, since he was a child in um Germany where he was growing up in an orphanage and our um uh Marie 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 Laura or whatever if I can't remember a fucking name anyway <laughs> She listens to it as well because her dad's got radio. Anyway, so that's the connection between these two characters is that they both listen to this radio station. And anyway, that's all I'm going to tell you. That's the <laughs> beginning of it. Okay. Otherwise, I'm telling you the whole blinking story yeah. and you don't need that. But anyway. Did you like it? I can see that as a book, it would probably be absolutely fantastic. I don't know. It just did not work as as a, as a, I don't think it worked particularly well. I did watch it and, and and I didn't hate it, but the first episode in particular, I was like, oh my god, this is really like hard work. The last, but then the last three episodes sort of it, it picks up a bit, and I think the cinematography is really good and it looks fantastic. It looks amazing. I just didn't, it just didn't work for me. And Mark Ruffalo's English accent made me want to drag my <laughs> face down a pebble dash wall. I was like, what is? <laughs> You know, when Americans sort of try to do... Just do that accent. ridiculous, stupid... They, they, yeah. they do things like... They say things like accent and they sort of have this, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what was going on with the accent, but it was absolutely <laughs> bananas. Um, and I sort of recognised it as an English accent, <laughs> but I also sort of didn't recognise it as an English accent. Um, it was kind of... Uh, a mishmash of accents, which I couldn't figure out where this bloke was supposed to be from. Anyway, apart from anything else, he's French. Um, so I don't know why he has to have an English accent at all. Um, but I suppose it's because everybody else did. Uh, We're okay. French with English accents, just to let you know. The acting was the acting was good. I just, I don't know. I, I, I can't put my finger on why it didn't work, but it just sort of felt quite clunky. And um, I felt like some of the German um, characters were so caricatured. To be sort of is is very much his favorites just have no feelings and favorite just you, monsters. There's a skit I can't remember. Who did it. There's a skit where all the it's a comedy skit where all the German generals meet. You know, I am the stupid one. I am. Do you know what I mean? It's, I've got to find it. It's very. very I am the psychopath. <laughs> I am a psychopath. You know all those I cliches. Am a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So everybody in the German army is a psychopath. Right. Uh, apart from this young young lad Werner. Um, who has a deep connection. Oh, that's the other thing, because I wanted to say that this young girl, when uh, is trying to connect with her father, and so she is, she starts talking on the same shortwave radio, and so he starts listening to her, and he sort of has a, forms this connection with this young girl. She's actually giving subliminal messages out to the resistance through reading certain pages from particular novels. And the resistance are getting these messages through this shortwave radio station that her uncle uh, Etienne has set up, basically, because now he works for the resistance. Anyway, that's more information than anyone needs. The point is, um, it's available on Netflix. Watch it, don't watch it. I don't know that I can recommend it, but visually it's very beautiful. I think I, it's one of those things where you just think, wow, they've really put a lot of effort into the... The director of photography and the cinematographer are obviously very, very, very adept to what they're doing. Maybe should have focused a little bit more on the script. And maybe, yeah, that's it, really. It's a fantastic cast of which Hugh Laurie plays Etienne, and he's brilliant, as he is in, all, in everything. And uh, that was what drew me to it. It was Mark Ruffalo and Hugh Laurie and this fantastic cast. And I thought it's going to be an absolute banger. It wasn't. Alison, <laughs> what have you been watching in the horror section of the televisual world? Yeah, speaking of absolute bangers, uh, I actually, okay, so the horror movie that I'm going to recommend, I thought it kind of tied into the problem in that, like, if you don't keep in touch with people, if you don't, you know, then then you can kind of not know what's going on with them. And I'm, I'm not going to get too, because I'll give away the whole twist of this movie. But the movie that I'm going to recommend is... The Visit, 
All right. Directed and written by M. Night Shyamalan. It is phenomenal. The storyline is this. <laughs> is this the guy that directed The Sixth Sense? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done. Yeah. I, th- uh, some of his, for me, hit or miss. This one I, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the storyline is Becca and Tyler plan a week-long stay at their grandparents' place, whom they have never seen. Two siblings become increasingly frightened by their grandparents' disturbing behavior while visiting them on vacation. Little do they know that their visit will be the most terrifying experience of their lives. So, essentially, these two kids are going to meet their grandparents. (laughs) I mean, do I suspend my disbelief (laughs) that a mother who hasn't talked to her parents for ages are going to send their kid? Yeah, go see your grandparents who you've never met. I'll see you later. But... I love this story because, yes, there is increasingly weird behavior with the grandparents and you're like, what is going on? And the twist, I I did not see coming. I hadn't read much about this ahead of time. I didn't know. I Yeah. So it's creepy. Um, it's not like gory, gory in any way, shape or no. form. No, not gory. Just creepy. And like, what's it? Um, what's it called again? The Visit. The Visit. OK, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like this is a film that I have heard of but I don't think I don't think I've seen it I would uh, honestly I recommend it Maureen I think even you would enjoy this it's not it's not scary like you know there's not a lot of jumps and it's just creepy and the creepiness kind of builds and builds and builds to this point you're like what is about to happen and then the twist happens and you're like did not see that and I loved it yeah I really enjoyed it okay yeah. And yeah. Is, is it um is it super creepy? Uh it, look, it starts out really nice. It's kids visiting their grandparents and then when it gets to be nighttime, that's when the creepiness starts. But again, you're waiting to understand what is this creepiness? What is happening? And you uh, I yeah, I loved the twist on this one. I loved the twist on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alison, I I want to let you know that I recently tried to watch a recommendation of yours from ages ago. Um uh, Sinister with oh. Ethan Hawke. Oh, Sinister is brutal. Oh my God. I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't finish it. I was on my own. I was in the hotel room. It was really late at night. I think I watched about 45 minutes and I got so creeped out yeah. that I had yeah. to stop. Yeah. So I don't know what happened at the end, but I mean, it's one of those films I might go back to, but holy moly. And, and like nothing gory <laughs> happened, but it was no. Get the living crap out of me. So now when you say it's not gory, I still think it doesn't need to be gory no. to stay in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. But I but I just like people to know, like, it's not blood and gore, you know, but it is creepy. And to me, creepy is more effective for terror than blood and gore. Blah, blah, like, so. Yeah. 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 That's a different, that's the kind of different thing that you get from the film. But anyway, actually, I just literally Googled that so I could remember the name of it and I started to feel creeped out again. That's how (laughs) creepy I found that film. It is a creepy one. Which makes me think that I am a bit of a lightweight when it comes to horror films. No, Um, you're good because you watch creepy stuff. You're getting there. We'll build you up. (laughs) I know. I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to go back to it and maybe I'll just watch it in stages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good thing to do. Uh, But I highly recommend The Visit, everyone. If you haven't watched it, give it a go. Yeah, watch The Visit. Look, it'll be on. It'll be on Amazon. It always is. Yeah, you can find it. It's out there, wherever in the world you are. It's recent enough. You can find. It. It's not that obscure. You'll find it. <laughs> yeah, it's 2015 or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, Alison, thank you very much for your horror recommendation. Let's go back to Maureen Younger. She has a corner. It has been cultured. There's nothing wrong with it. It's actually fine, and you could drink it safely. Don't don't concern yourself. What the. Of course, it's the corner time that is often cultural, but sometimes just batshit. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my cultural corner at the moment uh, today is um, exhibitions uh, in London, which feature women. Um, obviously, if you're not oh. London based, but you can always look at the websites, and this can lead you to finding out about artists and and stuff that might be of interest. Uh, the first one is Women in Revolt, and that's on now to the seventh of April at the Tate Britain. And it witnessed over 100 women artists who were working in the UK from 1970 to 1990 (coughs) in this landmark feminist art exhibition, exploring how they use radical ideas and rebellious methods during a period of extreme social, economic and political change. So that sounds quite interesting. Um, A very different uh, exhibition. This is on um, Rubens and Women, and that's on until January. 
Uh, it's See the Powerful Women Who Inspired and Painted by Flemish artist Peter Paul Rubens in this major exhibition, uniting over 40 of his paintings and drawings to examine the important place women, both real and imagined, occupied in his world. And then this is one that I really want to go and see, um, which is Diva, and that's on, on at the V&A till April. Be dazzled by the iconic divas and their spectacular outfits in this star-studded show. Um, and it's got, um, it just looks fantastic. Uh, it's, it just celebrates the power and creativity of iconic performers, exploring and redefining the role of diva and how this has been subverted or embraced over time across opera, stage, popular music and film. So it's ah, lots, oh, lots, wow. Lots of I dresses that. in that. That'd be my type of thing. And um, the last When does one, that start? It's it's already on. It's been on for ages. Oh, it's already on. Yeah, oh, and I keep meaning okay. to go. It's been on since June and I keep meaning to go. It's on till April. And then the last one, and this is at the Foundling Museum, The Mother and the Weaver and the complexities of motherhood, childhood, sexuality and identity are interrogated in this landmark exhibition over 40 works by women artists. Great. That all sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's... I haven't been to um, an exhibition for such a long time. Like, I can't remember the last thing I went to go and see. So that, that all sounds really fun, interesting. And... Especially that diva one. That sounds really interesting. Oh, yeah. I've been meaning to go to that for absolute ages. I haven't been to the V&A for 100 years. V&A I, I so. It is a really uh, fantastic uh, museum to go to, and it's kind of one that I never think to go to. And it's free. Um, it's free entry. Uh, if you like clothes, they've got one of the best fashion parts of the museum is, is dedicated to fashion throughout the centuries. It's absolutely brilliant. And there's a really nice courtyard in the middle where you can have um, coffee and stuff. But Also, they've got, a, I think, one of the best gift shops. I mean, I, d I don't think you go to a museum for the gift shop, but it is pretty good. Like it's got because it's got all kinds of like prints and jewelry, yeah. accessories, yeah. and things that you wouldn't ordinarily get because it's all about fashion and and so you can get like and the, and, the, and there's always loads of sort of art decoy kind of yeah stuff in there if that's if if you like that sort of thing as well. Um, I don't know. I don't. I've, I think the reason why I've never been is because I don't think I've ever thought it'd be something the kids would be interested in. They don't tend to have exhibitions that I think, oh, the kids would love to go and see. Do you know what's ne next next to it is the Natural Science Museum, and that used to have like massive dinosaurs and stuff that moved. I don't know if it still does. No, that's the Natural History Museum. Was oh, that the Natural History Museum? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the but the Science Museum is there. So yeah, that's what I mean. If I go there to 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 that part of the London, we will go to the Natural History Museum or the Science Museum, but. Mm. Um, yeah, the V&A, that sounds great. These are all very good suggestions of things to go and see. And I agree with you. I went there uh, because I'm thinking I saw the big fat because they have always got great fashion stuff. So I went in there and I agree. The gift shop is phenomenal. Just saying with Christmas coming up, you might find some original different type of gifts there than you would maybe on the high street or whatever. So that's mm. a that's a great thing because it is. I remember that gift shop. There was so it's much wild. jewelry I wanted to buy. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not cheap. Not cheap. But it's it's, no, but, you know. no, but it's a gift, isn't it? So yeah. go, go and check it out. And also they do have quite fun prints, you know, like from the 1920s and things like that that, mm -hmm. that don't cost an arm and a leg. Um, anyway, those are all fantastic suggestions, Maureen, as always. I didn't even know about that, given that that exhibition started in June. I don't know why I'm zoning in on the Diva one. That was the one that interested me. But um, maybe we'll put some information in the show notes yeah. of um, those various different exhibitions that you can check out. And I imagine, are they all in? They're not all in London, are yeah, they? Yeah, they're all in London. They're all in London. Well. <laughs> but, you know, but, but if you're interested in something, like if you're interested in, in the women's artists, you can always, there'll, there'll always be information on the website, which you can then lead you to looking into the, into the artists that feature in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Thanks very much, uh, Maureen Younger, for your cultural corner. I don't know why I said you could drink it. What I was trying to say is it wasn't toxic. You've made it worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so, look, we've, we've, uh, we've been cultured. Uh, we've talked about problems. We've grown. We're, we're better people. But let's let out our anger. Jen, we want to know what the hell's getting your goat. Don't judge me. Now, you're going to be judging me now, but bloody well wait, okay? This is terrible, isn't it? That's what's got my goat. And, and, and do you know who I blame? Society. <laughs> I don't appreciate how how time is moving quite so quickly as it, as it ah, is. Why is yes. that? I can't believe it's nearly Christmas again. Yeah. I really feel like we just had a Christmas episode and now we're doing <laughs> another one. 
Why are we having to do them so close together? Surely they should be a year apart. I don't understand it. It's just so bizarre. As we get older, the years feel shorter and shorter. I just sneeze and the year's over. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I, I understand how and why that works because as we get, yeah, obviously. But uh, yeah, I really don't appreciate how quick my life seems to be speeding past my eyes. I remember being a kid and the time between September to December felt like an oh, eon. Yeah. And now the time between September and December feels like 24 hours. Yeah. I'm like, can we? <laughs> it's too quick is what I'm trying to say. Everything is happening too quickly for me. And I'm, yeah, I don't even know if it's getting my go. I feel a bit sad about it. Why is it? Why is it happening so quick? I don't know. Do you know what's, I remember when I was young, I'd hear my parents go, I haven't seen so-and-so for 15 years. And you'd be like, how is that possible? And then you get to a certain age, you're like, oh, it's really easy. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah, it is. And, you know, there's that classic trope as comedians where we go, oh, you don't see someone for a year and then you pick up from where you left off. But I feel like that about almost all of my friendships. <laughs> for a couple of years and then because I mean it's very easy to not see a close friend I've got a couple of close friends and we've been texting going when can we meet and obviously I'm the problem we can't meet because I'm never available but there's a couple of friends I'm like I have not seen you for the entirety of 2023 and I was like that's so sad that we haven't seen each other at all you know and um and in many ways the year's gone so quick but uh yeah it's just mad how it's just sort of sped by. Anyway, that's what's got my goat. It's, it's the aging process again. We're back to aging, I guess, aren't we? That classic <laughs> old, that whole thing of as you stay alive, you will get older. I mean, the alternative is worse, isn't it? So let's not yeah. be too too much of a downer on it. We do want to stay alive and, and age. Uh, as I watch my, my number 11s get deeper and deeper. <laughs> <laughs> I think my number 11s are now starting at, at the top of my head and working their way all the way down. Somebody said to me recently, Jen, because uh, I'm going over to America next year, and they were like, Jen, are you um, going to get Botox when you go to Los Angeles? And I was said, no, I'm not. And they were like, you will. And I, I said, I don't think I will. And they went, you absolutely are going to come back with Botox. And so... She was so convinced of it. She went, you'll have to. I went, but why? She went, because everyone's got it and it will look weird if you don't. And I, and I thought, does everybody have it? I don't know. Maybe they do. I haven't. A I good think amount. Some people have... A good amount. Yeah. A good amount, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think more people than you really think have a little bit of taxation. I think it's difficult for me because I use my face so much in my show that if I suddenly froze it, it would... <laughs> people would notice. <laughs> <laughs> Jen seems really chill. Why is that chill. so funny? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny, boy? No, because it is. You do use your face a lot. Could you imagine? I'm really angry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, it wouldn't. I just don't think it would work. Anyway, that's it. We we must accept that we're all just thirty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Eternally thirty-eight years of age, Maureen. It's a, it's a big one for you. This year, yeah. next year, next Maureen, year, going to be thirty-eight again. Special the big three-eight, big three-eight, very special thirty-eight. Thirty-eight, <sighs> going all the way to Vienna, right? Aren't we, Maureen? Bought my ticket last night. Actually, it was quite cheap. Was like, mine was cheap. Whiz Air. Oh no, mine wasn't as cheap as Whiz Air on flying British Airways. Yeah, I mean, I can only take an envelope of clothing with me. <laughs> <laughs> if you carry more than an A4 envelope of clothing, <laughs> yeah. you're not allowed on the plane. The, the, yeah. flight, the flight costs double. <laughs> you have to pay. You have to pay an additional two hundred and thirty-eight pounds to take on a, a to take a rucksack on with you. But otherwise, it's very. It's cheap. really cheap. So that, that's why I'm. I'll only be taking edible underwear with me. <laughs> <laughs> Women talking bollocks. If you have enjoyed WTB, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a little review. Oh, you can check out our socials now on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you never know, we may even get on TikTok. And if you do like the show, please do have a look at our Patreon for bonus content and weekly treats. Well, that did. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.